Teen Time Present Podcast On Demand. Log on to podcast.rthk.hk. Teen Time Podcast On Demand. Good evening, Teen Timers. That's the very atmospheric sound of Uyghur music. In this week's Around Town with me, Andrew Dembina, we hear about the region it comes from, Xinjiang, the autonomous region in China's northwest. Telling us all about it is locally-based writer and editor Jeremy Trudinick. Hi, I'm uh, Jeremy Trudinick. Uh, I'm the author of a new book called Xinjiang: China's Central Asia, published by Odyssey, and it's just out in the bookshops now. For this book, uh, Xinjiang, uh, I'm actually the main author, co-photographer, managing editor, and uh, basically all-round、uh, proofreader and everything else.、Uh, I'm also A travel editor, a business editor, and I write and、uh, photograph for travel magazines,、uh, business magazines.、Uh, whoever will employ me, really. So you're a freelance writer and editor. How did you manage to devote your time to what's nearly 500 pages while doing all those other things? <laughs> well, I wrote the book over a period of about a year, between 2007 and 2008. And during that time, I actually took a backseat with all my other projects.、Uh, most of my time, I devoted to this.、Uh, Because of course I had to go to Xinjiang and travel all around it、uh, in order to write the material. Xinjiang is China's most western province, one of the largest provinces. It's absolutely enormous,、uh, and it borders on the Central Asian countries of Kazakhstan, Tajikistan, Kyrgyzstan, and Tibet is to the south of it. But it's primarily known as a region of desert because of the Taklamakan Desert, and it's famous around the world as being、uh, one of the central sections of the ancient Silk Road. What's the ethnic mix like there? Xinjiang is the hereditary home. Of the Uyghur people, Turkic people who moved down from the north into the Xinjiang region a thousand or more years ago, they are the main ethnic group. However, they're only about half of the population. Most of the other half are Han Chinese, but there are also many, many other ethnic minorities like Kyrgyz, Russians, Uzbeks. It's a big melting pot of ethnicities. Xinjiang only has one major city, and that is the Capital of the province called Urumqi. The second biggest city is Kashgar, which is a famous city in history for the Silk Road. But most of the towns in Xinjiang, apart from those two, are fairly small towns, and they're basically around the edge of the Taklamakan Desert to the north and to the south. Oasis cities that have grown up next to rivers that have come out of the mountains and are going into the desert. They've got mountains on one side and desert on the other. <laughs> It sounds quite a romantic landscape. However, Xinjiang Province or Autonomous Region has been in the news for bombs and riots. How much of a tourist destination is it really? Yes, it's had a bad few years, which is part of the reason why this book has only just been published. What's happening is the main ethnic group there, the Uyghurs, they are unhappy with the opportunities they have for business and for advancement because they feel that、uh, they are not being given、uh, an equal chance compared. 
compare to the Han Chinese who have migrated into the region. However, it seems to be calm at the moment. There's a lot of comparisons between Xinjiang and the Uyghur problem and Tibet and the Tibetan problem. Even during the problems, uh, the, the troubles, tourism hasn't really been affected. The main tourism to Xinjiang is related to the Silk Road and people will go along the Silk Road route. From what I understand, there have been uh, no incidences where tourists have been involved in any of the troubles. As I said before, it's a very large place and not only does it have desert and um, archaeological sites of interest, it also has absolutely fantastic mountains and some really, really beautiful uh, places that people have not heard about or seen. In particular, North Xinjiang, far north of the uh, Taklamakan Desert, there is an area called the Altai Mountains, which is absolutely beautiful. It's like the Alps, incredibly clear blue lakes, fantastic trekking and hiking, lots of wildlife, and of course the ethnic groups, uh, the Kazakhs and the Mongols who live up there are very, very interesting as well. They have great snow in winter and they are developing now, quite close to the main city, Urumqi, ski resorts, uh, which will be obviously much cheaper than comparative places in Japan or Korea. <laughs> This Xinjiang book is not really the sort of book that you want to take with you when you go traveling. It's more the book that you buy before you go and you read it. It has a lot of history, a lot of culture. We do have some practical information, but not very much. Uh, usually we just point you towards websites which will help you in terms of practical information. This book will really help you to understand the region and the people who live there, and it will uh, give you an idea of what to expect. I basically started out as a backpacker, deciding to see the world, and I discovered that I had a love of travel, uh, that I also happened to be quite good at writing about my experiences, and that I had uh, an eye for photography. How would you suggest to teenagers and young adults, then, that they would get started in the world of editorial? I realised that I had some talent in writing and photography by writing letters home to my family and to friends. But that all took time. Now, of course, people are able to put material material out there straight away on blogs and things like that. My advice to anyone who's interested in getting into editorial is start writing, start uh, putting stuff out there, producing material, then asking for feedback. From it's only through doing that that you find out whether you enjoy it. Travel writing uh, or any type of writing really, you have to be enthusiastic about it in, in order to do it well. Practice makes perfect and then when it's time to try to get internships or jobs somewhere, you have a body of material that you can show to people and they can actually judge themselves. Any pointers on what is good and bad in terms of editorial to put on blogs? Keep it short. Don't overwrite. And when you've finished, read it through again. Did you repeat yourself? Edit your own material. Useful industry advice there from Jeremy Trudenik, locally based author of the new Odyssey Guide publication, Xinjiang, China's Central Asia, in bookshops now. And that's all from Around Town with me, Andrew Dembina. Until next Tuesday evening, listen back to this report on our online archive at rthk.hk slash special slash team time. <laughs>